Hello, it's Denise from Women Beyond a Certain Age. Now, we are so lucky to have a reoccurring guest. That's right, she came back for more. <laughs> Which may say something about her more than Sydney and I. Anyway, it's our darling friend, cookbook author, Kathy Hester. Now, if you know Kathy, Kathy is a vegan and writes vegan cookbooks and wonderful cookbooks, 10, 11, 12, beautiful cookbooks. So you have to go to Amazon and read about them. But I, I kept, as I told Kathy, two of her books um, when I moved and purged everything because they're, the recipes are delicious and they work. So hello, Kathy. Thank you for coming back. Oh my God. I am so excited to spend even more time with you guys. If I could, I would hang out with you every single day. I'd move into your basement. Now, let me tell you something. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me tell you something. I was said, please go back. People that are joining us, to, you know, when they hear this one. And you should go back. There is, Kathy had some wonderful things to tell us the last time she was on. I was the one, not such good use of time management. And you know when Cindy does that, ugly symbol like she's slashing my throat. That's when I know I'm talking too much. So Miss Kathy, here's what I would love you to share with people today because I think it's so valuable. Though people, if you follow Kathy, if you go to her website, if you look at her videos, if you watch her on Facebook Live, she doesn't seem like it, but she's actually very shy. So I know that you have stepped out of your comfort zone to create these videos. And I would like you to talk to us about how you, how you did that and why you did that and how you help others. Please. Oh, I would love to do that. So I, while I wouldn't call myself shy in general, so I'm like one of those weird people that I am a true introvert, but I can go and talk in front of 500 people okay. and it doesn't bother me. Okay. But being in front of 500 people, I can check in and see how I'm doing, right? You look in the eyes, you get a lot of information that way. Um, so going on camera, especially alone, right? Is, was like, what? How do I know if anybody's watching? How do I know if they're making faces? And they're like, that looks disgusting. You, you can see all this happening in an audience. Um, and I can like root through and make them ask me questions with my mind. So you're used to reading the room. <laughs> yeah. And so it took so long to get, because like the camera is this inanimate object that's just there between you and the people you want to reach. And that's what it feels like. It feels almost like an adversary. Yes. And so, and I've probably been doing live video maybe almost four years now. So in the first my uh, business mentor, Jenny Melrose, and I always say, she made me do it. And she laughs. Um, but she did. And so, and I said, okay, I'll pitch it. Somebody bought it. I didn't even know how to do it. And I had five things I had to do every week. And I was like, crap, I got to figure this out on the fly. Um, and so, and anyone who be doesn't believe that I was not as comfortable on camera as I am now, can go to Healthy Slow Cooking Facebook page and you can look at every last video. And when I was using a bad webcam and it was blurry, you can see every horrible thing that ever happened. So we can watch your progression. Absolutely. And that's one of the reasons I keep it up is because it is living proof 
that you can suck at this to start off with and you can get better and start feeling really comfortable and and get when, paid though you got paid even when you feel like you sucked absolutely okay. absolutely i did get paid and while i think it's important to use video and cooking classes because i'm at, i'm right now adding another course because i have two beginning um video classes jump into live video using your phone for people who so you don't need any new equipment so i'm taking that excuse out of the pool we got yeah. lots of excuses so let's get that one out of the way i have and that's a take as you want anytime you want class i have live video for the shine reluctant which is kind of like jump into live video plus a little group therapy okay. so for four weeks we meet we talk and we go through your personal barriers because i'm i'm a really good coach i'm finding that out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you, that doesn't surprise me knowing you honey that doesn't surprise me at all i have well, to be honest that oh well thank you thank you and that means a lot and i think the thing is and it's because i can be such a bad student like because i have all the self-doubt and i hate learning new things i like having new skills but i don't like that feeling of failure that you get when you're starting something new and i catch that before they do a lot of times so i can be like yeah it's okay this is part of the process just get over it um but one of the big big things in all of this is that people are trying to be perfect so i know Cindy and I talked about, we're going to talk about the 10 things that we can do right now after listening to this podcast that can make your videos better. Excellent. Yes. And so let go of being perfect. And that is the easiest sentence to say, and it's the hardest thing to do. And so, uh, I mean, actually later on, I'm kind of combining one and 10. If it can happen, it will happen on live video. I have been paid for lives that I lost power, I lost internet, I've blown fuses doing too many appliances because I do instant pots and air fryers. And actually just two weeks ago, I used the eight quart instead of the six quart that I usually use a lot because I had four going, we blew the power. We had to stop a little bit, blew the lights out and everything. <laughs> and you know how many people I lost in that class? Zero. You, you know go. how many people were like, oh, that, I'm so glad you came back so fast. That's awesome. We're here waiting for you. I have done dumb things before and anybody new to video and not new video, new to video is going to do stupid things. So I've forgotten to turn on my mic. I'm <laughs> talking along. I, one time I even had like my little wand out. Woo, right? They don't know what's going on. People waited four minutes for me in silence to look over and hear them say, yeah, I, we can't hear what you're saying. Crazy person. And then That's I go, fantastic, Kathy. That's right. And I'm like, you guys are wonderful. You know, so one of the things that you want to remember, because I'm not going live for me, right? I already know all the things I know. Yes. You're going live to entertain your guests. And so if you had a guest over at your house having tea across from you and the power went out, you wouldn't just start screaming obscenities and cursing and throwing things. You'd just be like, oh, the water's still warm. Can I warm up your tea before I go downstairs and do this? Right. You just kind of take a chill pill. So all you have to do is remember, you know, you're inviting people in your home. So act like it. Make them comfortable. Think about them yeah. first. Um, 
And progress, not perfection, is the whole purpose of this process. And I know that's a catchphrase, and I don't usually like those, because the thing is, is that I've been doing this for a number of years, and you know what? I can still do something stupid. Or I tried a different cooking platform, uh, cooking class platform last um, week. And when I got on there, my mic didn't pair with it. Mm. it with everything else I was testing with them on the platform. So sometimes it's your fault and sometimes it's not. And honestly, either way, it doesn't matter. It's just a thing. You know, it's a rock in your path. Just step over it and keep going. That's right. Uh, yeah. Apologize. You know, I mean, if, if people had to wait 15 minutes, say, oh, I'm so sorry or something like that. But you're not a bad person because it happened. Your class is not a bad class because it happened. And I think that's really important. Um, Another thing that I recommend for especially everyone new, make a private Facebook group for you and a friend. So when I started doing this, my friend, Jenny Field, who you guys know and love as much as I do. Yes. I would get in there and be like, Jenny, you know, I'm a hot mess. Where do I need to put my phone? Where do, can I turn on these lights? Do these lights have to be on? What's going on? You know, can you see anything? Hello. Hello. <laughs> All right. <Not> <laughs> Um, and so when you have that, then you can make all the mistakes. I still have that practice Facebook group and I've let some other people in and it's hilarious because I'll read, oh, I can do this new thing in Facebook. Let me go over and see. And people just pop on and I'm like, don't you have something better to do than to watch <laughs> me do this? But having other people come in and it gives you, if you're brand new, a little bit of like, oh, okay, someone wrote a comment, I, you know, and you get to go ahead and do some of those mistakes and get them over with. Because I feel wholeheartedly truthful in saying there are X amount of mistakes you have to make. So if you practice, you get some of them done. That's right. Right? And so um, bring a friend in, ask about camera placement, lighting. And I'm, I'm saying that now because that's the intermediate stuff. So honestly, if you can do, if you've never done any video before, if you have a, a modern phone that connects to the internet and Facebook, a tripod, you can put that phone on and kind of put it at, if you put it on your counter up about, depending on how tall you are, I'm short. It's about two feet up, yeah. angled where you can see an overhead and yourself. So that's why I'm saying it's kind of three quarters ish. You'll play with that a little. You can do a whole class with that one camera because now you've got an overhead view, sort of, and an in-person view, sort of. A dear friend of mine who's been a cooking teacher for 30 years, Kathy, asked me just what you're talking about. Asked me, got me a free, she was doing it for a local college, a, her first, you know, live cooking class. They were recording it and she got me a pass so that I could, you know, watch it for free because she wanted my honest opinion. And everything you're talking about, let me tell you something. One or two glitches happened, but she has such a great sense of humor. She was laughing. Do you know what I mean? At herself. The other thing was, um, she had the same thing. Her computer, her husband built her a little wooden platform, and then she, they could see her hands kind of, but then she held up the dishes or she held up the prep dish. And you know what? 
I watched the entire thing, never thinking, oh, I'm missing this shot, or oh, I wish I could. I, and matter of fact, I watched the whole thing and thought, that was a great class, is what, what I was able to tell her. You know, so she was natural. She absolutely flowed with the mistakes. And she had a lot of information to impart. And that was the part that I liked the best. Because that's I the part. Everything. Yeah, that's the part everyone likes because like even because I think of you as like like way up there on the mountain that I bow down to as far as knowledge. I like that. Things. I like that. I like that very much. And that's why we're having you on a third time. <laughs> Excellent. Now I know what to do on my third time. Oh, yeah. now, a little sucking up never hurt anyone. But in fact, you know what? That's very sweet of you, Kathy. But the other thing I just want to say that you just said you're going back four years and you're seeing it. When I have done media training for people, which I, the only reason I ever did it is on TV shows, the producer would say, Denise, work with the talent because it might be someone new who didn't know anything, but they were beautiful or they had a big cookbook out or they were sleeping with the producer. I don't know why they had the toe, but our, oh, that's right. There were several of them like that. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> but what I learned about it was this and what I'd say to them and what you just said, and I want to repeat it. The more you do it, the more comfortable you come and the better you get. So when I see people doing videos and they're struggling, what's to stop them from with your only camera is what you're talking about, of keep doing it and watch it back yourself. Play it back and watch what you're like. You will improve your own performance. Okay. Absolutely. And Denise, I will tell you this because you told me you told me this because I had just started doing the live videos when we were hanging out in Atlanta that time. Okay. I met my best friend, Cindy, for the first time. I know. Um, and you were like, honey, you got to watch those videos back. And I was like, nod my head. And I was like, there's no way in hell that I'm going to watch <laughs> those videos back right now. And, but, but what I did, and I offer this as a suggestion just because that, because A, you are a thousand percent right. But what I could do is get my friends to look at it and pick out small things because right. at that point, if I had looked at it, I would have just been like, it's impossible to fix all the things I see. I, of course. And, and so I let somebody kind of go through and make it more manageable. And I think it just depends on how, um, how critical you are of yourself. Some people aren't that critical, but like, seriously, like even we're doing a podcast if I look, and we're doing it on zoom. I can see my hair and I'm like, Oh, that piece of hair is going to come out and do that thing. <laughs> so, so if I'm on real video, you know, so I'm going to notice those things. And the next time I'm going to think, Ooh, and I think that if you have somebody tell, if, if you're real nervous, like I was, when you have somebody lead these things out little by little, and if you're practicing in a Facebook group or your private Facebook group, Nobody sees it but your friends, and no one sees it but you, and that's easier. You can literally just go on and say, all I want to do is look in the camera this time and say a sentence and stop. The other thing about critiques, Kathy, I agree. Several things you just said brilliant. We're much more critical of ourselves than anyone else in the world. I watch other people's videos, and they're, they're saying the wrong things. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about, blah, blah, blah. But I think they're charming on camera. I mean, I'm not holding it against them. We all are so critical. But another thing is, with critiques, in our little food styling handbook group, so a newbie puts a picture up. I always try to just find, I tell them one thing. 
okay? Now, like, ooh, next time you might look at a different, maybe it should, the camera should be in focus. <laughs> or um, what kind of dog food was that that you, you know what I mean? No. But I'm just saying this and not to, if you are overwhelmed with critiques, and this what I found this as a producer, if I went in there to a talent and said, Jesus Christ, you talk like you got a mouthful of marbles, you're mispronounced this word, that blouse is hideous, who did that to your hair? I mean, if you critique, if you give people too many critiques, they can't hear them all, and then they're gonna be more afraid and they're gonna shut down. So I think that critiques, and to ourselves too, try to be kinder to yourself, but also, when you're critiquing someone's work, you might want to think about everything it took for them to get there and you're not so critical. I agree, because I think it, especially when you're in a critique group, it's so easy to go, oh, it's like a test. It's like, I got to find all the things, right? You know, in a cartoon or something like that. It's like, no, I just want to help this person a little bit more. That's right. And and, and it can be overwhelming. And I think when you first start doing something that you're not comfortable with, I mean, it's, it's so much dealing with the camera. Like I had such an issue with that, Denise. It took me so long to become friends. And now I can like look at different cameras and look through the camera. And I think even more than knowing something and doing a great demo, explaining, looking through the camera, right. not to the camera, and I know you know this, so that wasn't spelt out for you. I just want whoever's listening to hear that really well, is because because I was doing that. It's like I can sort of explain it, but it's like if you put your hand like where your eye is, and you just look there, and you kind of relax your shoulders, and then you take your hands away, and it's like the camera area or your computer you would look at is fuzzy. If you're looking through the camera as if you were looking at to the other person across the counter from you or the table or wherever you're filming, you're going to really change the whole dynamic of what that user, student, uh, viewer is going to see. It actually makes them feel like they're in the room with you. And it's so easy to just cut that off. It's, it's, and I wish, this is the one time I wish this was a video instead of that, because you can, but if you do that on your Facebook group, you'll see it. And it takes a little while to remember to keep looking through. And a good thing, if you're starting out on your laptop, you probably have a little green dot. Look yeah. at the little green dot. It's going, hello, hello, I'm your friend. I will tell you the way. And then when I look up at my big girl camera, which is like a Sony 7R2, there's no dot. <laughs> I just have the giant barrel to look through. Um, but, you know, I've, I'm so, I've had it angled down exactly the same way in this kitchen for over a year now. So I know where to look in it. There you go. Practice makes perfect. Mm -hmm. When we used to have talent. Now, of course, when you've worked with an actress, you know, if anybody's done any acting, those people could come into studios when they didn't know how to cook, Kathy, but they looked like they knew how to cook because they were actresses. Mm. And, but several of them, and they would always say, I mean, they were so warm to the cameras, we used to say. And the other thing is, we used to put an index card sometimes hanging off the big gigantic lenses of these dinosaur cameras. And those days, and it always said through th things like 
break through to your audience. And it was exactly what you were saying. Ah. Break through. There's nothing between you and your audience. Okay. Don't think of the camera. Forget the camera. Don't even look, you know, look in there, but break through to your audience. And everything you're saying, honey, you learned it by doing it, which is the way to do it. You it's amazing to me that you're saying that you've done something like what I've done because I've, you know, I'm not, ta I guess I, I kind of am talent now. Like now I think I could, I could be on a, a grown up camera and everything. Um, but it's just so interesting to think that because you can figure a lot of things out on your own along the way, just like cooking and anything else. And when, honey, there are, here's the thing when I taught one last October beautiful group of people um, for the Florida Milk Board. So I, they flew me there. It was wonderful, wonderful client, blah, blah, blah. Now, here's the thing. There were like six or eight people in the class. The two guys that were in the class, well, three of them, actually, the biggest thing is I see them on Instagram every single week. Do you know what I mean? So they, they were already doing some, they learned a few tips from me, hopefully, but, or from each other, because when you're in a class with eight or nine people, you learn from each other, okay? But I have to tell you something, they're doing it all the time. So I, I always say to them, God, that was a good video, or that was so charming, or you're so charming, because instead of not seeing the olden days, before people made their own videos, you had to be on TV a lot to get it to get some experience. Do you see what I'm saying? So the first time you'd be on TV and you realized you were terrible, then you didn't want to do it again. I mean, I have several friends that only did one or two TV appearances and they never went back because they couldn't stand to look at themselves. It takes a long time to get over. Like it took me two years to not hate the sound of my voice. There <laughs> two years of going live every single week. And yet you have a very lovely voice. <laughs> It sounds to me, I've gotten used to it before. It was starting to sound like some sort of weird Minnie Mouse voice. And I'm like, who is going to listen to that? You know, I have to tell you, Kathy, everything you're saying, and this is something, and it's, see, the more you can learn about yourself by putting yourself in challenging situations, I think the better off you are in the long term. Do you see what I'm saying? And I know Absolutely. most of the time you just said, I don't like to learn things. I don't like that in between period where I don't know where I don't know what I'm doing. When Cindy and I used to be doing something, I'd buy something and we were putting it together and I'd say to her and she'd be swearing, which is very unusual. She'd be swearing and throwing the screwdriver. And I'd say, you know, there's directions. Directions are for wimps. <laughs> and, and this Linda Blair voice, you know, <laughs> And I would step back and think, hmm, okay. But that, and that's, you know, when you're, the way you're doing this, so tell me, have the people, so moving along to your classes, have some of those people started doing videos of their own? They have indeed. And so um, I've gotten some really great feedback. So one person who I adore, Amy Katz, who's out your way in California, she um, does a site called Veggie Save the Day. Oh, she took my shine reluctant class and even in the first thing when we went around she's like i want to learn but i'm not going to do live video i'm like okay <laughs> you're welcome here it's okay i got her so excited she went live after that class and because i'm like because what people think and this was one of the 10 things too is they think 
okay, I've got to make a croquembouche. I've got to make a 17 layer cake. And even for me, I'll be like, oh, I've got to make something that's going to really impress people. Well, the class isn't for you. That's right. Right? The class is not for you. It's for someone else. And you know what? People love learning from me. How to let the steam out of their Instant Pot. Well, there you I go. Can, I can do it every day. And I will still have someone who's super excited and had never seen it before. And I have done it dozens of times. So, okay. first of all, that's very important. And <laughs> secondly, of course, they, no, I, honey, and this again, playing into how you feel about yourself. I need to make a croquembouche. I need to make a beef wellington. Well, you know, that's not what people are eating most of the time. So if you're teaching people, which you're, from what I know of your cookbooks and stuff, Kathy, you're really helping the, probably the biggest problem in the world, getting dinner on the table, okay? Women, all, women and fathers, men and women, daddies and moms, to get a decent, healthy, delicious, reasonably priced dinner on the table four or five nights a week, that's the challenge, isn't it? I mean, that's... What, that's challenge and you're gonna think you know oh like I didn't feel good one day and so I asked my people when I was just going live every week and I said would you guys mind if I just made Cajun spice blend and they're like oh my god you can make Cajun spice blend like and this I didn't even grind it this time I literally took spices put them in a bowl and mixed it with a spoon and everybody was like Ooh, ah because my thing is I'm going to show you the main way to make it and I'm going to show you how to smell and taste it so it may you like it your way right and you it, I think this is a learning curve of learning what your strengths are as a teacher too um but like I, this week literally yesterday and today I did two different lives one was for Idaho potato one was for a private um whole food plant-based vegan group and I made spooky potato soup Oh, how fun. Oh, how I know people can't see it, but you, you might be able to see it. Let's see if he stays there. Oh, oh that's adorable. <laughs> so what they're seeing, so it's a potato soup and I just puree either some spinach or kale with a little bit of the cooking liquid from the potatoes. It's got some of my bouillon in there. I mean, it's like the simplest, cheapest thing ever, but it makes it green, which makes it cool for Halloween. I cut up like one of the little points of a red bell pepper, put it in as the little body of the octopus, some things with, and then you can just like, actually this one that you saw has a tiny slice of parsnip and a black sesame seed. So it's stuff you have in your house. Yes. So I made that twice to both times, like, oh, really? And it's like, can you get any easier than potato soup? Easy for you, darling, because you know how to cook. And this is the part which is why with your audience and with the now the has we talked about this last time i know that cookbook sales are up grocery store sales are up people mm -hmm. are learning to cook so the best thing that may ever come out of this pandemic is a whole lot of people whether it's the father the mother or the children or the grandma's been re-enlisted into the kitchen people are learning to cook so it's easy for you but i have a sister an international financer. Seriously, I would say things like, I'm making omelets today. And she'd say, oh, I'm going to Brazil and save the economy. And I think, I'm making omelets and she's saving the world. But here's the bottom line. She doesn't know how to cook. 
One day she says to me, I need some hors d'oeuvres. I have to do something. These people are taking me out. They're coming to my apartment first. And I said to her, you get breadcrumbs, melt some butter, and you wrap a piece of prosciutto from, because she knows prosciutto from the Italian deli. And it's this lovely, and they, you put it in a little vase, and they pick up the breadstick, yum, 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 eat the prosciutto. Piece of cake. She calls me the next day and says, the prosciutto kept falling apart. It was like a, a, a cobweb of fat and meat and stuff. I said, it came like that out of the refrigerator? She said, the refrigerator? I bought it in the morning, <laughs> left it on the hot stove, then near the melted butter, and then tried to work with it about six or seven hours later. I said to her, did anybody talk about a stomachache after dinner? <laughs> because I thought she could have poisoned them all. When I told her, she said, you should have told me, Jenny, this was a good, you should have told me I had to refrigerate it after I bought it. So you see, we know how to cook. You know how to cook. But there are people out there that don't know anything. And it's, it's so true. I, cause in, my, in a lot of my cooking classes, because I do do a lot of Instant Pot classes. So I cook beans and beans are the variable, right? We don't know how old they are before they came to the store that you just bought them at or any of that. So I actually get excited when my beans aren't cooked by the recipe time. Because you know what? If people don't see me personally take that lid off, I show them how to smash the bean with two spoons to see if it's done or not. And then we talk about how can I tell if it needs more water before you put it in? Are there be split pea soup you can't do this with, right? All these little things. And then they gain a confidence from a mistake. And so I actually, and this is on the, the 10 things too, is embrace your mistakes during the class and use them as teaching tools. Because if I make a mistake, it's great because I can tell them how to fix it. I made this, the most worst lumpy gravy because when I'm doing a class, I'll do four to five recipes. So I'm multitasking like oh, a crazy yeah. person and I let my gravy get lumpy. And so I had a second thought and I was like, oh, I'm kind of feeling like a bad person right now. Like maybe I shouldn't even be teaching. And then I was like, how, if, if someone asked me today, this would happen to them, what would I do? Throw it in the blender. That's Throw right. The blender. It was perfect. I had never done that before. But now anyone who is scared to make gravy is never scared to make gravy again because they saw me fix it. All right. Well, you are coming back and it's not just because you complimented me. You'll have to come back in the spring and we'll talk about spring vegetables and things to do. But Miss Kathy, thank you so much. And let me tell you, your comment about how make a mistake of learning experiences is even bigger than the Instapot. Isn't it? It's like getting drunk and being hungover the day you go to take your real estate brokerage. Yeah. You learn from that. But I remember thinking, if I have to take this test again, I'm going to be sober next time. But guess what? I passed. So, such words of wisdom for you. Thank you, honey. You know, and our goal is one day to see you at your own Halloween party. Well, that hopefully that will be next year. And in the meantime, if anybody wants to come and take a class with me, or I also do um, private coaching. So you can get a private 30-minute coaching session with me. We could talk about your setup if you're more advanced than some of the things that are going on. So you can get that at kathyhester.podia.com. It is mixed in with my cooking classes. So you can take a cooking class 
and take one and do a one-on-one with me or just do one or the other. Sweetheart, this is excellent. And thank you so much for coming back and telling us about this because the way social media is going, people are going to have to face the demons if they don't think they want to do videos and stuff. They may find out once they break through the glass that they can enjoy it. Look at how many friends you've made. Look at the groups you've made. It's fantastic. Oh, and the thing is, is if even you don't have to be a blogger, but if you happen to blog or be on social media, oh my goodness, I have my raving fans. They go to everything. Like I can come on live right now, 10 minutes from now, Joanne will be there. How Joanne is always there and she asks questions and she makes it the best class. So it improves your relationship with the people who are following you. Because now you they've been in your kitchen. They've hung out with you. Well, madam, thank you so much, Miss Kathy. And we will talk to you again. Cindy puts all Kathy's information on the womanbeyondacertainage.com website. Thank you, Miss Cindy. Uh, we can put a link so that people can go to Kathy's website also. And honey, thank you. We thank you so much. Oh, I want to say it one more time. All of Kathy's cookbooks, if you plug in her name, there's an, you know, there's an author's page. Kathy's cookbooks are all on Amazon, so you might want to check those out. And perfect Christmas gift, especially if someone doesn't know how. People are thinking they should be a vegan. Now's the time. Because we can't go cheap. Yeah, we won't be able to go out soon and get any cows or any beef anyway, so we might as well make the transition. Thank you, girls. Thank you, Miss Kathy. Thanks for everything. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, girls, thank you. Bye. Bye.